اللہ 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 از دا ون ہو خلق کم ہی کریٹڈ یو من بارفن فم ویکنس انف ٹو اوپن آور آئیز از ریفلیکشن آن آور اون سیلوس اینڈ وٹ از دیٹ دیٹ اللہ از دا ون ہو کریٹڈ یو فرام ویکنس وٹ ویکنس دیٹ یور اوریجن او ہیومن بینگ واز ویکنس ما ام مہین واٹر لکوڈ از وٹ یو And really, if you think about it, your childhood, as a little child, what were you? Could you walk with your feet? Could you bite with your teeth? No, you couldn't. Could you get something with your own hands? No, you couldn't. So weak. And then this weakness is in our nature also. That even the strongest people, they end up crying. Isn't it? We have this barf in us. We have weakness in us. So Allah has created you from weakness, meaning your origin was weakness. Initially you were very weak. ثُمَّ then جَعَلَ He made مِن بَعْدِ After بَعْفِ Weakness قُوَّةً Strength. Meaning after weakness He granted you strength. The strength of youth. That physically you were stronger, mentally you were stronger, emotionally you were stronger. With age you go stronger. Right? And this is the best time to do anything that you want. Basically the time between puberty and around the age of 40. This is quwa. Alright? Summa then, jala he made, min bardi quwwatin, after strength, barfan weakness. There's decline. After youth is decline again. Weakness, strength, and then, weakness again. What is this weakness? Decline in a person's strengths. So much so that every part of the body begins to feel weak. From the feet, to the knees, to the hands, to the head, to the eyes, to the nose, to the ears. The whole body begins to deteriorate. Even the heart. Doesn't it? And not just that, but even a person's mind. He begins to forget things that he used to know. And not just that, he's not able to memorize and study and learn and grasp things as easily as he could before. So weakness again after strength. But the second weakness is accompanied with what? وَشَيْبَةً And white hair. What is شَيْبَةً? شِنِيَبَةً To become gray-haired, to be old. يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءً He creates whatever he wills. وَهُوَ الْعَلِيمُ الْقَدِيرُ And he is the knowing, the competent. What is this ayah showing to us? That neither can you maintain and control each stage of your life, nor can you prevent the next stage of life from coming. Can we? No, we cannot. We don't have any control over this. So again, there's a reminder over here. Life is short. Do something. The strength that you have right now is limited. It is temporary. Do something before the strength goes away. It's not going to stay with you forever. وَيَوْمَ And on the day when تَقُومُ السَّاعَةُ The hour will be established. The hour will appear. Meaning the moment, the time, the day of judgment will appear, what will happen? Yuksimu. He will swear oaths. This is from Qasam. What is Qasam? I swear such and such. Yuksimu. He will swear. Who? Al-Mujrimun, the criminals. And what is it that they're going to swear? Ma labithu. That they did not remain. Ghayra. Other than sa'ah, an hour. They will swear that they did not remain except for how long? For how long? An hour. That in the world we live for only an hour. Hardly went that we had to come back. 
or in the grave. We were just buried and now we have been resurrected. Allah says, Kadalika, likewise, Kanu they were, Yufakun, they were deluded. Meaning, just as on the day of judgment they are in this delusion that, oh, we were in the world for only an hour, we were in the grave for only an hour. This is how they lived their lives in the world, in delusion, in deception. What was that deception? They just have fun, be merry, enjoy yourself, life is short, you know, have fun, you're not gonna live again. Instead of preparing for the akhirah, they lived with the deception of the dunya. Waqala, and he will say, Alladina, those who, Utul ilma, they were given knowledge, wal iman, and iman. Those who were given knowledge and faith, they will speak. Who are those who were given knowledge and faith? Hmm? Prophets, believers, angels, they will say, لَقَدْ certainly, لَبِثْتُمْ you stayed fi kitabi اللَّهِ fi over here doesn't mean in, it means according to. In a way, in also. kitab Allah, book of Allah, meaning decree of Allah, according to lawhul mahfuz. Meaning it's written in the lawhul mahfuz that you stayed until when? إِلَى يَوْمِ الْبَعْثِ Until the day of resurrection. Meaning you were in your graves until the day of resurrection. And it wasn't just an hour. How much was it? Different for each person, depending on when he was buried. Depending on when he died. So according to the decree of Allah, you stayed until the day of resurrection. And the day of resurrection, why are they saying that? Yawm al-Ba'ath. Because they denied the day of resurrection, right? فَهَذَا يَوْمُ الْبَعْثِ So this is the day of resurrection that you denied. وَلَكِنَّكُمْ كُنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ But you did not used to know. What do we see over here? That those who lived in denial of the day of resurrection in this world, who didn't believe in the hereafter, who didn't prepare for the hereafter, how are they living right now? In deception, in delusion. Ifk, because ifk is what? A lie. To turn something from its original direction. Right? So they lived in this lie. So on the day of judgment, what's gonna happen? They will be in that same delusion that where has this come from? It's like, you know when a person doesn't believe in something and doesn't expect it and then it comes in front of them, they're in shock. They still don't understand. وَلَكِنَّكُمْ كُنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ and these ayat also show to us that on the day of judgment, literally for these criminals, whatever they suffered in the grave will appear like just an hour. Why? Because of the severity and the length of the day of judgment. This is why in Surah Yasin 52 we learn, they will say, يَا وَيْلَنَا مَنْ بَعْثَنَا مِمَّا قَدِنَا Or woe to us, who raised us from our beds? We were sleeping. Imagine, the punishment of the grave will seem like sleep to them compared to the horrors of the day of judgment. فَيَوْمَ إِذِنْ So that day, لَا يَنْفَعُ It shall not benefit الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا Those who did wrong, what will not benefit them? مَعْذِرَتُهُمْ Their excuse. What is مَعْذِرَةُ عَيْنْ ذَلْرَ عُذْرَ is basically an excuse. Something, an explanation that you give for why you did something so that you're not punished. You're not held responsible. 
an apology, an explanation, an excuse, justification, reason. So their excuses are not going to benefit them. In this world, do excuses benefit us? Sometimes they do. But on the Day of Judgment, no excuses will work. وَلَا هُمْ يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ Nor will they be allowed to appease. Who? Allah. يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ is from the root letters عَيْنْتَ بَ عَتْب عَتْب is to be upset. Right? عَتْب is to be upset. عُتْبَ لَكَ الْعُتْبَ حَتَّى تَرْضَى You may have heard of this. عُتْبَ عُتْبَ is approval. It's the opposite of that. عَتْب to be upset. عُتْبَ to be happy. Alright? With somebody. Isti'tab is to try to remove displeasure from the other. That someone's upset with you and you do something in order to make that anger go away. Think about it. If your mom is upset with you, atp against you, what are you gonna do? Isti'tab. You're gonna try to remove that atp from her. How? I'm sorry. I love you. You're the best mom. Right? You'll praise her. You'll say, I'll never do it again. But if she's so angry that you're scared to even go to talk to her, what are you going to do? You're going to ask your dad, can you please talk to mom? You're going to ask your brother, can you please talk to her? Sister, can you talk to her? Mom's best friend, can you talk to her? You understand? Either you're going to do something to make her happy yourself, and if that doesn't work, you're going to get somebody else to do that for you. On the day of judgment, وَلَا هُمْ يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ If my relationship with my Lord is not good now, on the day of judgment, no one can fix it. No apologies can fix it. I have to fix it myself now. Now is my only chance. Because on the day of judgment, no person can do anything to make that displeasure go away. To make Allah happy. Because the doors of repentance will be closed then. The Prophet ﷺ said, repentance has a gate. There is a gate for tawbah. And it will remain open until the sun rises from the west. Meaning when this sign of the day of judgment happens, then there is no more repentance after that. So on the day of judgment, is there any repentance then? Is there any tawbah then? No, there isn't. Allah is al-ghafoor. He doesn't benefit by forgiving us, nor does He suffer by not forgiving us. He has no need to forgive us. We need His forgiveness. And we need it now. Because on the Day of Judgment, وَلَا هُمْ وَلَا هُمْ يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ so if there's anything wrong that has been done now, let us fix it now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with some people on the Day of Judgment, and He will be angry with others on the Day of Judgment. In a hadith we learn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to the people of Paradise, O people of Jannah, and they will say, Labbaik our Lord, Sa'daik, we are happy at your service, and the good is in your hand. Allah will say, Are you pleased? Are you pleased? And they will say, Oh our Lord, why would we not be pleased while you have given us what you have not given any other of your creation? Allah will say, Should I give you what is better than all of this? And they will say, Oh Lord, what could be better than all of this? And Allah will say, I will grant you my pleasure and will never afterwards be angry with you. 
So some people, Allah's ridwan will be bestowed on them. That they have stamp of approval from Allah. Allah will never be upset with them. And there will be others that Allah will never be pleased with them. May Allah make us amongst those that He will never be upset with. وَرِضْوَانُ Akbar. Recitation. Allahu الذي خلقكم من ضعف ثم جعل من بعد ضعف قوة ثم جعل من بعد قوة ضعفا وشيبة يخلق ما يشاء وهو العليم القدير ويوم تقوم الساعة يقسم المجرمون ما لبثوا غير ساعة كذلك كانوا يؤفكون وقال الذين أوتوا العلم والإيمان لقد لبثتم في كتاب الله إلى يوم البعث فَهَذَا يَوْمُ الْبَعْثِ وَلَكِنَّكُمْ كُنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ فَيَوْمَئِذٍ لَا يَنْفَعُ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مَعْذِرَتُهُمْ وَلَا هُمْ يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ From ayah number 54 Allahu الذي خلقكم من ضعف Allah is the one who has created you from weakness. Meaning the origin of man is what? Weakness. Meaning initially, when man was created, when every human being is created, at the beginning of his creation is what? Weakness. The start of his existence is with weakness. It is not with strength. And خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ ضَعْفٍ also means... So mindarf meaning first of all in man's origin and secondly that weakness is in man's nature it is within man because man has been created from weakness so weakness is something that is part of man all right that no matter how strong or how knowledgeable or how emotionally stable a person may become there is still some kind of weakness within him Because as human beings, you know, for instance, we could be in a situation where we're trying to be very strong, very tough, you know, very stable. We're trying to keep our cool. We're trying to keep our ourselves calm. But what happens? Eventually, there comes a point where we break, right? So, خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ ضَعْفٍ And each and every one of us experience this in our lives that we are weak. Allah says in the Quran, وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ Da'ifa, man has been created weak. I mean, if you think about it, our bodies even, they're so fragile. Isn't it? Our hearts, our feelings, so fragile. Isn't it? Somebody gives one comment and that ruins our day. Somebody looks at us in a certain way and we feel like, you know, we've been shattered from inside. Isn't it? In hadith we learn that al-ain, the evil eye, it is real. Isn't it? Now just imagine, we're so weak that somebody's eyes can affect us. Isn't it? So, Allahu الذي خلقكم من ضعفين Allah has created you from weakness. If you think about it, if something is weak, if someone is weak, what does it mean? 
Can they survive on their own? Can they? No. They need external support. Isn't it? So as human beings, who is it that we need for strength? Someone other than us. Someone who is greater than us. So خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ ضَعْفِ We have been created weak. We have been created needy of Allah. Needy before Allah. We need Allah. يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ أَنْتُمُ الْفُقَرَاءِ You are poor, you are needy, you are desperate. Before who? إِلَى اللَّهِ To Allah. And Allah is غني. He is rich. He is the giver. So Allah الذي خلقكم من ضعفين He created you from weakness. And then after weakness comes strength. And this strength is also not perfect. That is also deficient. It has its own deficiencies. And then that strength also declines. That after strength is weakness again. And this weakness is accompanied with old age. Allah creates whatever He wills and He is the knowing and the capable. In Surah Al-Mursalat, ayah number 20, Allah says, أَلَمْ نَخْلُقْكُمْ مِمَّا مَّهِينَ Did we not create you from a liquid that is disdained? That our origin is what? Liquid. And such liquid that is disdained. That is to be washed off. That is not to be spoken about even. In Surah Al-Nahl, ayah 4, Allah says, خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانَ مِن نُطْفَةٍ فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُّبِينٌ Allah has created man from a nutfa, from a sperm drop. And what happens to man? At once he is a clear adversary. This is the lesson that is being given here. That we are weak, we are nothing before Allah, needy before Allah. If we have any strength, even that goes away, even that declines with time, then how dare we stand against Allah? How dare we stand you know, contradicting Allah's commands, His laws, the fitrah that He has created. In Surah Al-Nahl, Ayah 70, Allah says, وَاللَّهُ خَلَقَكُمْ ثُمَّ يَتَوَفَّاكُمْ Allah created you and then He will give you death. وَمِنْكُمْ مَنْ يُرَدُّ إِلَىٰ أَرْضَ لِلْعُمُرِ And some of you are those who are reversed to the most decrepit old age. Meaning if someone doesn't die in their youth, then what happens? They end up growing up to be extremely Old. And this extreme old age is such that لِكَيْلَا يَعْلَمَ بَعْدَ عِلْمٍ شَيْئًا That a person doesn't know a thing after having known so much. He had so much knowledge and now he doesn't know. He cannot even recall his own name. He cannot even recall his the names of his own children. Sometimes a person cannot even tell where they are. You know, they think they're in a certain country but they're actually... In a different country. Sometimes they think that they're in the bathroom, whereas they're actually in the bedroom. They're sitting on a chair and they think that they're sitting on the toilet. It happens with extreme old age that a person doesn't even know. Dementia. I mean, this really shows to us how weak we are. And how high we think of ourselves. Really. I mean, one slight pain in the body, you know, the pinch of just one nerve is enough to, just enough to put you to bed, really. That you cannot even move. It's amazing. This is how weak we are. خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ ضَعْفٍ But how great we think of ourselves. That we are some big shot, something so mighty, someone so great. That whatever I say should go, whatever I think should happen, whatever I want should happen. No, we're nothing. 
In Surah Yasin ayah 68 we learn وَمَن نُعَمِّرْهُ نُنَكِّسْهُ فِي الْخَلْقِ Whoever we give long life to, we reverse him in creation. We reverse him in creation. That there comes a point where a person, from which point onwards a person begins to decline in every capacity, in every way. You know, it's amazing how a person has gained so much education, so much experience, you know, worked for so long, and there comes a point where they're told, now you're retired. Right? Retired. That you're of no use to us basically anymore. Right? Thank you for all that you've done, but now you're of no use. So now you just stay at home and wait for your death. Basically. Right? Because you cannot be a part of the society anymore, the workplace anymore, the company anymore. Isn't that sad? وَمَن نُعَمِّرْهُ نُنَكِّسْهُ فِي الْخَلْقِ أَفَلَا يَعْقِلُونَ Will they not understand? Life is fleeting. Even our body is ever decaying. Our body is declining. And the fact that our body is declining, the fact that we feel this weakness in our body, this lack of strength in our body, this diminishing strength daily that we experience in our lives, what is that a proof of? We don't have control over ourselves. We belong to someone. Life is slipping away. So do something before it runs out. And then the day of judgment is mentioned in the next ayah. That how, you know, in our day to day we think that life is long, have fun, chill. You know, I've got so many years to figure things out, to improve myself, to change myself. But what happens? We keep waiting, waiting, waiting. Hmm? We think life is long, but on the day of judgment, what is it that people will say? Life was so short. This is the deception that we're living in. We think life is long, but in reality it is not very long. We delay things that are necessary until tomorrow, and who knows tomorrow might not even come. Assalamu alaikum. Human child is the only one who when he borns, he is dependent. He cannot move, he cannot feed, he cannot change himself. And one of my aunt, she is still on the bed and it is the same procedure like you change the diaper of a baby and you change her diaper too. She doesn't know. And I used to love reading. I used to love to lie down and to read. Since my eyesight is weak now, doctor said don't lie down while you are reading. And I'm stuck. My studies are limited. My reading is limited. So I want you to advise these girls that avail this uh, faculty of the eyes and read as much as possible. Because after some age, you won't be able to read even with the glasses. You'll be limited. I mean, really, if you think about it, we experience this. We don't have to become old to understand this. You know, When you have limited time and you want to get something done, right? Can you do it? Like for example, you have half an hour before you have to leave and there's a YouTube video that you're watching and it's 45 minutes. Can you watch that 45 minute video in half an hour? You can't. Why? Because time is limited. Resources are limited. And this is how every resource is. Every faculty is. Every strength is. It is limited. It's going to run out. Assalamu alaikum. It just reminds me of what I'm going through now. I'm sorry I'm just sitting here I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking 
how my surrounding people are able to take their notes without even realizing how lucky they are. And I'm having difficulties just sitting here, let alone taking the notes. So I always tell my kids, and I want to tell you guys, most of you are my kids' age. I want to tell you how lucky you are that you're able to take the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not even realize that it's a precious, it's, it's a precious. Not long ago, I was just like you last year. I was able to sit down here and take all my notes without me noticing. And I realized the year that I was away that I was not thankful enough all the time. You know, for what the things that I've been given to, we take, we take, we take, we take granted for how lucky we are when you have your health 100%. So please make use of it. Like the sister said, it's going to take time. It's not going to be here forever. If your health is 100% for now, you will reach a stage where the auntie was just talking about that her aunt is in bed. And now she's losing her sight. You know, if you think about it, we have no control over our bodies. No control. You know that feeling of when you catch a cold? Right? And then people ask you, how did it happen? And then you say, I think maybe it was because I went outside without a jacket. Or maybe because I shook hands with a person who had a cold. Or maybe because of the fact that I had ice cream. Maybe because of this. Maybe because of that. They're all maybes, right? Because there could be so many factors. You don't know which one. Isn't it? Because anytime, you know, anything can get into our body and destroy us from inside. Viruses, infections, you know, bacterial infections, skin infections. I mean, all of these things are literally beyond our control. Because Allah has created us from weakness in a state of dependency. We are not independent. We are completely dependent. On who? On Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are not self-reliant. We cannot rely on ourselves. We're not self-subsisting. We cannot sustain ourselves. Al-Qayyum is only who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We cannot even look after ourselves. And the essence, the main lesson from this is, first of all, realize our dependency on Allah, and therefore remain humble before Him. And secondly, do something with the time, with the resources, the abilities that Allah has given us, before they're taken away from us. Because every blessing in this world is temporary. Blessings in Jannah are eternal. In this world, they're not eternal at all. So we need to do something with our lives before they finish. We need to do something with the strengths that Allah has given us before we run out of them. Because on the day of judgment, this will be the regret. Yawmul hasra. Why is it the day of regret? I could have done more, but I didn't. I could have done this, but I didn't. وَيَوْمَ تَقُومُ السَّاعَةُ يُقْسِمُ الْمُجْرِمُونَ Criminals will swear oaths. They will say, by Allah, I swear. We were only in the world for an hour. We were there for a very short amount of time. كَذَلِكَ كَانُوا يُؤْفَكُونَ When is it that we swear oaths, that we say, by Allah, for sure, 
when do we say that? When we are certain about something, when we have no doubt about it. Or a person who's lying, right? He will swear an oath in order to cover up his lies. So there are two reasons for this qasam on the Day of Judgment. Either because they're lying in order to be saved from punishment, that we were in the world for just a brief amount of time, how could we have discovered the truth? How could we have done anything? It's not fair. So they're just lying. Or secondly, simply because that's all they can recall, they can understand. This is really how life in the world will feel on the Day of Judgment, that it was basically an hour. But what happens right now? We think this hour is eternal. And we think the hereafter, yeah, yeah, it's coming whenever, let's see what happens. And this is why we prefer the temporary over the eternal. وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ وَالْإِيمَانَ لَقَدْ لَبِثْتُمْ فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْبَعْثِ No need to lie over here. No need to swear oaths over here. You remained in your graves according to Allah's decree, meaning according to Lawh al-Mahfud, until when? Until the day of resurrection. That was not an hour. That was many, many years, many centuries. فَهَذَا يَوْمُ الْبَعْثِ This is the day of resurrection that you denied. وَلَكِنَّكُمْ كُنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ But you did not used to know. What do we see over here? You did not know. You were ignorant. Ignorance. Is it a problem then? Is it a problem then? It's a huge problem. فَيَوْمَ إِذِنْ so those who live in ignorance, in denial, on the day of judgment, what will happen? لَا يَنْفَعُ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مَعْذِرَتُهُمْ وَلَا هُمْ يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ No excuses will benefit them, and they won't be able to make Allah happy with them. They won't be able to do anything to please Allah. To take anger away from Allah. To cause Allah to be happy with them. Because that time is over. Nor will they have any intercessor. The door of tawbah will be closed. In Surah Fussilat, ayah 24, Allah says, وَإِن يَسْتَعْتِبُوا فَمَا هُمْ مِنَ الْمُعْتَبِينَ If they ask to appease Allah, if they try to appease Allah, and appease is basically to try to make someone happy, right? After they were upset with you. If they try to do that, they will not be of those who are allowed to appease. They won't even be given a chance to do something to make Allah happy. They won't be given a chance even to apologize, to say sorry, to make amends. Because we learn that some people Allah will not even speak to on the Day of Judgment. He will not even look at them. He will be so angry that He will not even look at them. He will not even speak to them. So how could they even try to appease Allah? وَالْعِيَادُ billah. This is why this life is for what purpose? Striving to what? To Allah's pleasure. That should be our goal. Ibtigha'a wajhillah. Seeking Allah's face, His pleasure. Walaqad and certainly, barabna, we have struck, we have hit. Linasi for the people. Fi al Quran in this Quran min kulli mathal from every example in this Quran every example has been struck, struck, struck towards who? Anas meaning four people. Why? Why are examples given so that people can understand, right? But notice the word barabana. We have struck examples.
للناس It's as if people are hit with examples You know for example You see the word darb What does darb mean? To hit Right? Basically it means to stick To attach Alright? So darb When you hit somebody with something Right? You are making the object touch them Isn't it? You're making the object touch them Why touch? Is there a difference when something touches you? Hmm? Is there any impact that you feel? You do, right? Because it's possible that there's something being said, but you don't really hear it. Right? Something is being done in front of you, but you don't notice it. You don't observe it. You don't really see it. You don't really get it. But if something touches you, like for example, you're out somewhere, and there's a friend of yours who sees you, and they look at you, they're trying to wave at you, and you don't see them. They call out to you, you don't hear them. So then what do they do? They come and give you a push or something, you know, touch you on your shoulder, tap you on your shoulder, slap you on your back. Hey, what world are you in? Look at me. I'm here. I've been trying to get your attention. You know what I mean? Why do they have to come and touch you? Why? Because when they touch you, they hit you, then you wake up. So it's as if people don't wake up. So examples are thrown there. Wake up. Wake up. It's like if a person is sleeping and you turn the lights on, they don't wake up. You call them, they don't wake up. Then what do you do? You go to them and you shrug them. You shake them. Isn't it? You touch them. This is how the examples are in the Qur'an. وَلَقَدْ ضَرَبْنَا لِلنَّاسِ فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَثَلٍ Every example. Every example, meaning every example that is needed, that is relevant, that is necessary. If you think about it, examples have been given in the Qur'an about what? What examples have we learned so far in the Qur'an? About who? About what? Recall some of the examples that we have learned. Okay, but what's the purpose of those examples? To explain what concept to us? Which concepts? Come on, yes. Okay, example of shirk was given through what? The spider, the spider's web. Right? And literally that example hits you. Doesn't it? It really hits you. That if a spider's web is not reliable, then why am I turning to these unreliable things, unreliable beings for support? Whether it's emotional support or you know, financial support or anything. Why am I turning to it? Why am I reaching out for it? It's a spider's web. It's not going to aid me. It's only going to bother me. Go ahead. How we are born, how we become old. And then yes. I mean, this example that we just learned, this description that we just learned about our own reality, that خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ ضَعْفٍ Allah has created you from weakness. I mean, it hits you. It hits you. It wakes you up. We have learned the example of Allah's nur, mathalu nurihi. That also hits you, that also wakes you up. The example of the hypocrites very early on in the Qur'an in Surah Al-Baqarah. Right? So, every type of example is given to make us understand concepts that are necessary. Wala in And surely if, jittahum, you came to them, bi ayatin with an ayah. The Prophet ﷺ is being addressed that if you were to come to the people with an ayah, an ayah meaning a verse of the Qur'an, 
Alright? And a verse that they haven't heard before that has just been revealed. لَيَقُولَنَّ Surely he will definitely say, Who? الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Those who disbelieve. What is it that they will say? In أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا مُبْطِلُونَ You are not except falsifiers. مُبْطِلُونَ Plural of the word مُبْطِل مُبْطِل What's the root? بَاطَ لَا بَاطِل Alright? مُبْطِل is one who believes in بَاطِل One who follows بَاطِل Meaning one who is a follower of falsehood, of something that's wrong. So those who disbelieve, what do they say to the Prophet ﷺ? What do they say to the believers? That you are only following falsehood. You are only mubutilun, meaning you're only lying. You're making this ayah up, you've made it up, and you say that it is from Allah. So instead of believing, instead of accepting, instead of being woken up by that example, by that ayah, what do they do? They accuse the Prophet ﷺ, the believers, the Qur'an of being false. So they don't believe. كَذَلِكَ Thus, يَطُبَعُ He sets a seal. طَبَعَ To set a seal. Allahu Allah Allah sets a seal عَلَىٰ on قُلُوبِ Hearts. Of who? الَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ الَّذِينَ La يَعْلَمُونَ Those who do not know. Those who are ignorant. A seal is set upon their hearts. What does it mean by this? A seal is set upon their hearts. When a seal is put on something, it means nothing's going in, nothing's gonna come out. It's closed. Right? So their hearts are closed. Meaning, now no matter what ayah, no matter what example, is struck at them, is thrown at them, they're hit with it, it doesn't wake them up. They don't understand it. They don't accept it. So basically, they do not perceive the truth. Why? Notice the word, kadalika, kadalika, Likewise. Thus. Meaning, it's because of their denial. It's because of their persistent denial. Because at the end of the previous ayah, what do we learn? Any ayah that is brought to them, they say, you are lying. They accuse the Prophet ﷺ of lying. Meaning they don't even look at the ayah, they don't even reflect on it, they don't even think about it, they just accuse the Prophet ﷺ of lying. So basically, in their ignorance, they are denying. And because of this persistent denial, blind denial, what happens? Their hearts are sealed. And in their hearts, how are they? Ignorant. They don't have any ilm. Again you see, la يَعْلَمُونَ Earlier we learned, وَلَكِنَّكُمْ Kuntum la ta'lamun. You did not used to know. And over here, la ya'lamun. Ignorance is mentioned two times over here. Ignorance is a huge problem. Because not having knowledge is a means of making the heart heedless. Meaning, keeping the heart ignorant makes the heart heedless. If you think about it, what is it that makes you sensitive, that makes you careful, that makes you, you know, really notice, observe things and really do something about it. What makes you aware? What brings you awareness? Knowledge. Isn't it? Like for example, if somebody's trying to wake you up, they turn the lights on, they call you, they even shake you, you don't wake up. But if they tell you, there's five minutes until the bus leaves. What are you going to do? Jump out of bed, 
right? Grab your toothbrush or something, grab your bag, just put your baya on, you know, on top of your pajamas and run out the door and run to the bus stop. What made you jump and run? That person was trying to wake you up for so long, it didn't work. What made you jump? Ilm. Knowledge of what? That the bus is going to leave. You understand? Ilm is noor. Isn't it? Go ahead. Bismillah. I was watching an interview. This sheikh, he was interviewing this Australian man. He's a Muslim. And he, the doctors tell him, you have only seven months to die. So Allah knows, but they just give him the... The time, and then he's very rich, but he get rid all of his money, and he's repent to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala because he have the knowledge of he may die in this seven months. And I was saying, Subhanallah, like for us also, Allah tell us you're gonna die, we have to prepare. Yeah, I mean, knowledge of anything makes you change, isn't it? So, majority of people, their kufr is based on what? It's based on ignorance. Then what is our responsibility? To inform, to educate. Don't we come across people, don't we hear about people who have misunderstandings about Islam? Why? Because they don't know a thing about Islam. Isn't it? So ilm is cure. And ignorance is a disease. Recitation. وَلَقَدْ ضَرَبْنَا لِلنَّاسِ فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَثَلٍ وَلَئِنْ جِئْتَهُمْ بِآيَةٍ لَيَقُولَنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِنْ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا مُبْطِلُونَ كَذَلِكَ يَطْبَعُ اللَّهُ عَلَى قُلُوبِ الَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ